Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 274 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this Sunday, the 26th of January at 3.45 a.m. Pacific Coast Time, 2019, or 2020, by the way. Coast of the most, left coast, coast of the most, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Ivor, you're fired. Told you to stop stepping on my cues. Uh, cheers. Drink. Mm. That would make it for our sequel friends. What is it? Uh, 2020 01 26 0345 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Uh, Ivor, you're holding up the whiskey sign still. Oh no, he's bleeding from his eyes again! Okay, well, I guess we better pour more whiskey. Mm. It's been a very eventful week uh, for all of us. Uh, Let's get straight to our top stories, and then we'll get to our feature, which is Slippery Jim DeGriz Rides Again. Which is... 
a cryptic topic that will be revisited later on in the show in lieu of our deals section. You're going to want to stick around for that. So, top stories. First off, uh, our Google Stadia that never showed up, our first Google Stadia that never showed up, has arrived. Um, I don't know what to do with it because I don't really all my friends that I like know in my personal life and so, I mean I have a Stadia I like my Stadia I love my Stadia I think the Stadia is amazing the games are expensive though so I'm not sure who the fuck I'm going to give it to anyone who doesn't have a console out there wants a Stadia controller and shit hit me up on the Discord. You can find the links to our Discord in every show blurb of this podcast. Or hit me up via Twitter on the DM at VegasWriter V-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R And as of right now, there's like not many more games that have arrived for Google Stadia, which is just killing me because Stadia could be crushing it. I mean, not even just like big top line games, but like even just the games that are on Steam, some of which we will discuss uh, in this episode. We have a huge show for you this week. Um, Most of it uh, concealed, carefully hidden, cleverly underneath the masthead of Slippery Jim DeGriz rides again. And well, I'm not going to make a trivia challenge out of Slippery Jim DeGrez Rides Again. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go balls deep into it. I'm in a nostalgic mood. But that's that's later on in the show. So, um... Our, but I was impressed. It only arrived... November, December, January. It only arrived three months late. But it did arrive. So that's cool. Luckily, I bought one in the interim. Another one in the interim for another iron... 40 bucks. But um I got one to spare. So uh that brings us to our new and noteworthy. I wore based him with it. I'm sorry about this. Fucking paper, god damn it. I wore you're fired. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, for our new and noteworthy this week, we have uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot! Uh, which runs flawlessly on Linux. For those of you who are not familiar with uh, DBZ, um, this game is a cel-shaded low... low tri... low triangles... um... tune-shaded fucking video game. It is a single player. It's not my cup of tea. It wasn't Boldy Locker's cup of tea either. But if this is your cup of tea, it looks and feels exactly like you're playing Dragon Ball Z, which is why your power meter is through the roof! Um, runs fantastically on Linux. Uh, it's an action RPG. I think it's single player. Yeah, no, this one's single player. I bought it. I'm gonna keep it. Um, I'm not gonna play it that much, but uh, yeah, if you're a huge fan of the franchise, I mean, this will blow your fucking mind. 
For reals. Like, it's, it's nuts how, how, see, cause, okay, so, like, if, if you've ever fucked around with Blender or anything, if you've ever done any 3D modeling or anything like that, um, the primitive shaders that, like, they have in Blender, one of them is Tune. Well, if you take the Tune shader and, like, optimize it, Masamenos, so you take basically like a cell shaded low poly, low try um, character model of something, especially something from a otherwise two dimensional um, cartoon, and you spend what? Let's say six years now that they've been that they've spent perfecting this. What you get is a three dimensional fucking fully fully three-dimensional game that looks and plays and feels exactly like you are in the cartoon universe of Dragon Ball Z. It's incredibly impressive. And by the way, there's like almost no performance overhead, which is something I explained to Boldy on the... Uh, although I'm sure he knew that. Um, but it's it's basically the, the principle. This is the most tuned out of all of them that I've seen, uh, Dragon Ball Z is came out January 16, twenty. It's sixty bucks. Everybody wants it. You can buy the deluxe edition for eighty five dollars, or you can buy the ultimate edition for ninety four dollars ninety nine cents. I was impressed. I played it for like what ten minutes, something like that. I was away AFK from the machine for where is my time spent point one hours anyway it's out there and it runs great on Linux it's got a platinum DB uh platinum proton DB DBZK it's got a platinum I got the horse right here his name is Paul Revier and it's a guy that's sorry uh it's got a platinum review on uh, ProtonDB, uh, and it, I, you know, runs great on my machine. Up next, and in conclusion of this, going to be a short show. I, I'm very tired. I'm very tired. I need a short show this week, so just fucking deal with it. Um. In conclusion of our short, not short show, we're not going to end the show right now. We're uh, of our new and noteworthy. I need to tell you about a game called Snakey Bus. That's S N A K E Y B U S. Snakey Bus. Take a snake, make it snaky with an E Y, and then add bus immediately onto the end of it. Snakey Bus is a heartbreaking work of staggering genius, and I'm working on getting some sort of placing some sort of interview with the creators of Snakey Bus on this year very self-same podcast in weeks to come. Normally, by the way, this week's episode was exclusively meant to be reserved for our stats episode. We have to get it done before the end of January. Does not look like we're gonna be able to do it. We'll probably kick it out first week of February. But if we can get an interview with the fucking 
I mean, it's unfair that they should make something so beautiful and crazy. <laughs> Shut up, Ivor! More whiskey. Snakey Bus is simple. It's full-on 3D, photorealistic, mind-bendingly insane uh, rendering of the following scenario. You drive the bus, bitches. That's right. You are the wheelman. Either in first or third person, you drive the bus. Multiplayer has just been added, by the way. I have yet to avail myself of this magnificent functionality. However, Snakey Bus, basic premise. You are the bus. You cannot stop the bus. If the bus stops, everyone dies. Okay, that's the first thing. Shoot the hostage. There's a bomb on the bus. If it goes below 50, my air will explode. No, if it goes, if it stops for longer than three, I think it's three seconds. Might be two seconds. Snakey bus explodes and kills all of its passengers. Now, it's passengers, you say. What passengers? Well, snakey bus can carry as many passengers as it can carry at any given throw. What do you mean by throw? Well, when Snakey Bus has picked up enough passengers to the point where it can no longer pick up more passengers, you have to get Snakey Bus to a drop-off zone, the destination zone. You can do that before or after Snakey Bus gets full of passengers. It does not matter. Problem is, every time you get to the drop-off zone, Snakey Bus, as you might imagine already, this is in full 3D, Snakey Bus grows longer. Problems and implications of this for you as the bus driver of Snakey Bus, whether in first person or in third person game modes. Implications for this are stark and profound. There is limited geography available in any given map. There is no structure, really, no set structure. There is no checkpoint structure to Snakey Bus. It does not give a fuck what you do with Snakey Bus. Snakey Bus, you're the bus driver, bitch. You drive the fucking bus. Okay? Got me? Comprende? Comprendez-vous? Mofo? But as the bus grows longer, are you beginning to see it? Limited geography. Oh, by the way, you can jump as well. Limited jump ability. Like you have jump jets. You might look like a normal bus, but you can limited jump jet. So every time you drop off uh, passengers, which is what scores you points, Snakey Bus grows longer. The more passengers you drop off, longer the bus grows. See what we have here, son. Is a problem of a creature that is exceeding its natural environment. Ultimately, what Snakey Bus becomes is a 3D representation with the ability to jump so you can jump over your bus of the old game Snake or Kicks, even kind of. Well, no, it's more like just like Snake or Tron Light Cycle Tron Light Cycles. But instead of crashing in mm, 
for those of you who are slow on the uptake, if once you get decent at snaky bus, by the way, you can crash into walls, you can crash into anything, you can run over people, they still get on the bus. It's a cross between Katamari Damashi, Tron Light Cycles, um, and uh, it's a fucking bizarre game. It is a heartbreaking work of staggering genius. It is a psychotic fucking game because the goal is to not crash into yourself in single player. Longest bus that I've made was 322 cars long. I think at that point I was using buses because, okay, so there's limited geography, so you're driving eventually over territory that your tail is driving over. So you're driving over your tail then eventually you're driving over your tails and you're jumping over them and trying to come up with any because there's infinite the bus stops keep getting repopulated by people infinitely so it's a game of hard skill and mellow relaxation and smooth jazz which generally is really good there's only one track in the entire soundtrack that I really completely fucking hated to the point where I had to turn it off if you have access to weed like we do out here in the Fortress of Darkness in Las Vegas, Nevada or if you are in the Pacific Northwest like the Seattle land area um, Snakey Bus is for you The multiplayer aspects of Snakey Bus take the normal Snakey Bus psychotic Katamari Damashi experience and add a very competitive jump jet missile flavored I'm going to destroy your fucking snakey bus kind of flavor to snakey bus but do not despair you are the bus driver and I have every confidence in your ability to get those people to their destination everyone rides the bus today okay if you're within the sound of my voice I'm going to tip my hand a little bit in terms of our slippery Jim DeGriz rides again feature which I should not tell you about. I should not tell you about it, but I will. Snakey Bus, right now, through uh, the 27th at 10am Pacific Coast time, left coast, coast the most, is $2.50. If you don't have $2.50, hit me up on the DM or on uh, our Discord I will buy you a copy of Snakey Bus. I have currently right now, I'm broke as fuck, but I have no upper limit on the copies of Snakey Bus that I am willing to buy for random strangers. Just because it's that insane. It's been a long time since I've seen a game that is this fucking out of control crazy. So there. Please avail yourselves of this opportunity. Either via your own bank credits or via mine Uh, I don't work for these fuckers by the way but I will give you a copy of Snakey Buzz hit me up on Twitter via the DM at VegasWriter V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R tell me your Steam name and I will gift you a copy of what's it called? Snakey Buzz Snakey Buzz Snakey boss. So, when okay, as you progress through the levels in Snakey Bus, this is not a review. I've only played two hours of it. 
but I got 15 out of 17 achievements. I've yet to play it in multiplayer. But let me explain to you. So, I'm in this suburb level. Mm. Oh, and as you progress through the game, the levels get increasingly surreal. To the point where they become entirely abstract. But I'm in one of the demi-realistic based levels of Snakey Bus. It's a suburban soccer university park and suburban houses and stuff. It looks like everything that's outside of north of Seattle. This game was made by a bunch of guys out in Seattle, which is why I'm hoping that they will talk to me. I'm stoned out of my mind and I'm live streaming it and you can, you'll see me live stream it uh, more uh, later tonight, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday pay for the whole seat, only need the edge but not with Snakey Bus, you'll just need the bus. I have been running around and around all of these different, it's a cross between all those games and Crazy Taxi. There are some Crazy Taxi elements to it and by the way, and this is the most delicious part of Snakey Bus, um, it is not still in early access, but they just dropped the multiplayer capability into it. So I'm getting kind of good at this suburban, you know, blah. I've pretty much unlocked everything in Snakey Bus that's there right now. They keep adding shit to it, it seems like. And in this particular run, I have not exhausted all po- that's the thing it's it's the biggest tease ever cause how many buses of yourself can you run in parallel to each other with a bus with jump jets and all geography and it hit me the other night when I was driving snaky bus in the suburbs the soccer suburbs I was driving the psychedelic snaky bus, so I've just like I all I can see are psychedelic snaky buses everywhere because it's fucking so crazy. And that was when I realized that you can, if you combined two snaky bus jumps at the exact right point, you can form snaky bus bridges out of your own tails once you get long enough, and you can drive on top of them. This way, madness lies. Get on the bus. Everyone must ride the bus. If you're not driving the bus, you're riding the bus. You're not walking. No cars. Get on the bus. Snaky bus. $2.49. Now, Ivor, shall we base them with the feature? Oh, wait. No. Not yet. Also in our new and noteworthy, a game that I did not like exclusively because I do not like rhythm games. I don't like rhythm games. I'm a fucking professional stride pianist. I don't like rhythm games. Same way as like as a coder, I fucking hate Zactronic games. No dig on Zactronics. Like, I code enough. I don't need to learn a pseudo-language to fucking solve problems for a video game. You know what I'm saying? I can solve problems in real life for real people and do real things. However, this game is particularly pretty and a lot of people really like it. It seemed really shallow to me. 
I gotta tell you, when I, you if you like rhythm games, you're gonna love this fucking game. I hate them, so you have to like factor that into the. This came out December twelfth, twenty nineteen. It's called Sayonara Wild Hearts, which builds itself as a dreamy arcade game about riding motorcycles, skateboarding, dance battling, shooting lasers, wielding swords. And breaking hearts at 200 miles an hour. It's a fucking rhythm game. Right now, as part of the Slippery Jim to Grizz feature, which we'll talk to we'll talk about in just a mere moment, it's 20% off at $10.39 down from $12.39 or whatever. If you do not like rhythm games, don't let anyone fucking trick you into playing this highly stylized, beautiful. It's beautiful, but it... it I can't tolerate it. I've spent 12 minutes in it. The review has been overwhelmingly positive though. 1,544 reviews which is not bad for an independent game that came out last month. So I thought I would mention it because there's a lot of people who do like rhythm games. I hate them. I hate them a lot. Now, Ivor, if you would be so kind as to base them with the feature, we can get on with the rest of the show and get the fuck out of here before we all die. Thank you. Alright, now you listen here, motherfuckers. It's Gentry's Gentile. No. Our feature this week concerns a certain sale that's going on on the Steam store is the Chinese Lunar New Year sale. And this year, we and by the way, this sale runs through January 27th at 10 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Left Coast, Coast for the most. For those of you who don't know, this is the year of the rat. But it's also the year of the metal rat. And those of you who know me very well probably do not, I mean even very very well probably do not know this secret about me. Ladies and gentlemen I am Slippery Jim DeGriz. Slippery Jim DeGriz the stainless steel rat. I'm getting shivers because sadly Mama Rat died this week. I'm down to two rats out of most of the mo- you know, it's it's weird. You keep them for so long. Um but over the last three years I've had no less than twenty-four. No less than sixteen at least. I'm down to two. I'm down to two. I've buried many rats named Jim DeGriz. Actually, they've all been named Jim. Jim 1, Jim 2, Jim 3, Jim 4. Only the ones either Royal Blues or with silver gray coats. Rasa Meadows. Some of them black and whites. Spotted ones. All of them have been named Jim. They're all dead. Mama Rat died this week. Slippery Jim DeGriz. Who is Slippery Jim DeGriz? I hear you cry. 
Slippery Jim DeGriz was the stainless steel rat. Rats have many great characteristics, by the way. Many, many, many great characteristics. Especially fancy rats. The type of rats that I keep. I don't keep feral rats or anything like that. Unfortunately, uh, fancy rats, which are uh, sub subspecies, actually, kind of. Or I don't know what the technical word is. But uh, in the 1800s, uh, a guy realized that he could breed rats for tameness. So that they wouldn't they were friendly to humans, they were companionable to humans, and they could be trained, they listened to humans, they were incredibly smart they they didn't bite um, and they were eminently trainable and the thing that I love about rats, and we'll make this short the thing that I love about rats, as opposed to dogs, I've, I love, I, I've loved every dog that I've had well, most of them <laughs> Except for the ones that I threw into the wood chipper. Because I want to stop fucking barking! No, um... Dogs love you with a type of servile loving. A lack of a problem-solving loving. Even the smartest dogs that I've had have had this sense of servile loving. Unconditional servile loving. Don't bite the hand that feeds you kind of loving. Rats are problem-solvers when you keep rats for long enough, it's a you know, it, I've been doing it for about a decade now um, and these will be my last rats the thing about fancy rats is that they all have mycoplasmosis, congenital fucking upper respiratory lung disease and because they're shaped like little horses you know, their lungs extend lengthwise across their body um they basically all live at most three years mama rat lived a long time mama rat lived almost three and a half years um but it's congenital every fancy rat has it every non-sewer rat that you meet every non-feral rat that you see in a pet store or whatever they all have mycoplasmosis that means they are born and their progeny will be born with a timestamp essentially a timestamp on their heads they, they do not live I've, I've read of some accounts of some fancy rats living like a, up to four years a little over that not so much very, very rare. They basically all die drowning in their own lung fluid. Particulate matter such as smoking does not help them. But rats are great. If I could be a rat, I could chew through all... If, like, if there was a human-sized rat, it would be unstoppable. Second to a human-sized scorpion. A human-sized scorpion versus a human-sized rat would be an interesting contest to see especially if they were a hundred times the size of a human so like you have like city scale death rat nod to Michael J. Nelson but anyway rats can chew through concrete rats teeth are constantly growing they brusque when they're happy they grind their teeth their back teeth together when they're really happy (laughs) it's like a kitten purring I've never owned a creature in my life that is smarter than a rat. 
a lot of my rats have been smarter than the smartest dogs that I've ever had. I've seen rats solve problems <laughs> the likes of which <laughs> the likes of which I could explain the the difficulties of the problems. No one ever believes me, but I watched this happen. Three-dimensional tube maze. Three-dimensional tube maze. Two different tubes tied up all around each other in a uh, well, what is it? It's six by four feet. I don't know. Five feet by three and a half feet. It's only 18 square feet. 18, wow, what, fuck. Cubic foot cage, whatever. It's like, uh, width is like three and a half. Length is like, uh, I'd say five feet, four and a half, five feet. Uh, height is about five feet, five and a half feet. You do the math. I have dyscalculia. I've seen rats figure out this tube maze, not by going through it. One particular rat. He didn't go through it like all of his little cage mates. This is years and years ago. He's dead too. But by tracing it, by following the outside of it, and this is a three-dimensional vertical horizontal tube maze made of two fucking gigantic tubes that are wrapped around each other into knots and I watched him solve it and then when he solved it he went back up to the top then he went down it he picked which entrance to take other great thing about rats is they are not servile in their intelligence once you keep rats for long enough you realize that you live in their world some of the some of them are smarter than others some of them are stupider than others some of them like you more than others I've had incredibly intelligent rats who absolutely fucking hated me I mean really just never wanted to come out and be trained or play or do anything if it involved me if they were busy All of them, when when they when they get sick and die, they come to you like your god. But that's a different story. It was just a rough rough week when it comes to rats. Mama rat died. So, thus to the story of Slippery Jim DeGriz, the creation of the legendary science fiction writer Harry Harrison who long before it was fashionable popularized the Turing test uh, and was my favorite and uh, inventor of Bill the Galactic Hero his other enduring science fiction progeny was Slippery Jim DeGriz the stainless steel rat for whom I have decided to name this Chinese New- Lunar New Year the Lunar New Year I don't know if it's Chinese Lunar New Year. Yeah. Right? Is it? What? Oh, God. Oh, wait, hang on. Culturally, cultural insensitivity alert. Hang on one moment. Yeah. 25th is a Chinese Lunar New Year. 
I did not know this. I it it it, 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 it I happened upon it accidentally, but it's the year of the rat. But what I didn't know is that there's also a quality of the animal. There's all sorts of other fucking Kabbalistic, you know, fucking zodiac caliber, you know, mathematical chicanery and and mysticism and you know stuff that goes on with uh, the the lunar cal the Chinese lunar calendar. Same, you know, blah. But this is the year of the metal rat. This is the year of slippery Jim DeGriz. So. Who was Slippery Jim DeGriz in the many books that Harry Harrison wrote about him? Far-flung science fiction Slippery Jim DeGriz was the ultimate cat burglar. Slippery Jim DeGriz is the guy that you put in Butcher Bay from Chronicles of Riddick Escape from Butcher Bay for the Xbox He's the guy that you put in Butcher Bay and know that he's going to get out. Slippery Jim DeGrays, you lock him in the deepest, darkest dungeon on the farthest fucking planet from the fucking motherfucking sun with no fucking air, no way out, infinite guards, infinite robots, infinite laser fields, infinite everything. And the second that he's in there, the second he is in his cell, there's a red alert on your little control screen you know remotely let's say you're the governor or whatever um and then there's another red alert on your on your cell phone on your PDA on your you know all these books were written in the 80s so you know blah uh the red alert on your cell phone well the red alert on your screen tells you that slippery Jim DeGriz is escaped his inescapable cell and the red alert on your PDA is to tell you that he has stolen everything from your bank account and the other red alerts on your PDA is that he's liquidated everyone's assets in the entire universe and he needed you to arrest him to put him in the jail where he could only possibly do this and he's gone oh shit (coughs) that's slippery Jim DeGriz the stainless steel rat the man who knows not just all the moves he knows all the moves then some and beyond that he's he he can invent new moves on the fly. We are talking. He's a cross between Batman, the Joker, um, Solid Snake, and everything in between. Slippery Jim DeGriz. This is the year of fucking Slippery Jim DeGriz. It is the year of the stainless steel rat. So I wanted to get that off my chest, and now we will conclude this week's broadcast. Slippery Jim DeGriz was my hero as a kid. The Stainless Steel Rat. Spoiler alert! For those of you who want to read, I haven't reread any of the books in a long time. But, um... Oh, by the way, Bill the Galactic Hero was Harry Harrison's other enduring... Mmm. A science fiction fictional creation. Although he did write a book called The Turing Test, which is... 
a fantastic novel, and I read it when it first, I think it first came out. I want to say 1994, something like that. We didn't fact check this, but that was my introduction to Alan Turing. But Slippery Jim DeGriz, spoiler alert for those of you who want to read the books, skip ahead about 30 seconds. Slippery Jim DeGriz eventually becomes president of the universe. (laughs) So this is the year. This is the fucking year. This is the year. I just say. Slippery Jim DeGriz. So, in honor of Slippery Jim DeGriz, who is writing again, I mean, tears welled up in my eyes. I was sober. It was it was like three weeks ago. And I saw that it was the year of the rat because I have great attachment to rats. And then I saw that there was such a thing as you know, the metal. The metal rat. And I got so excited I, I texted everybody I knew. Anyway, here are the deals of which, the, these are not all the deals, these are just, I just picked four deals for you randomly. Randomly. Number one is Void Bastards. V-O-I-D space B-A-R B-A-S-T-A-R-D-S Void Bastards. 33% off. All these run now through January 27th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Pacific Coast time. Left coast, coast for most. Void Bastards is a uh, cel-shaded three-dimensional uh, first-person roguelike that combines the best elements of Fast and the Light with um, hardcore roguelike elements from games like Duskers. It's Duskers Light is an insulting way of putting it. I've logged about 80 hours in Void Bastards now. I've beaten it, I think, seven times. Can't wait to get done with this last run because I'm on Hard Bastard and I'll start uploading more live streams of me just fucking destroying the game on easier difficulties because I'm fucking good at this game now. (laughs) Void Bastards right now through, you know, as with all the rest of our deals, is 33% off $20.09 or $20.99, something like that. It's a steal. You will love it. If you like roguelikes. Um, it's a living comic book. And it has incredible sense of humor. Uh, like when when you freak out because you got gang gang bang by fucking goon swarm of hardened Jews and Zex who are just vorp vorping you out of your fucking mind no matter how many heart starters heart restarters, key starters anything you had, no matter how much armor you had no matter how much ammo you had left as your cluster flocks begin to explode all around you with 10 seconds of oxygen left in your fucking oxygen tank as you get the part that you needed from that derelict and the alarms start going off on your life support systems you'll know all about what it means to be a void bastard it's an exceptionally hard game by the way on the harder difficulty 
harder difficulty levels, it gets crazy hard. One word to the wise, though, the first time through the game is just a tutorial. It's just to introduce you to the tech tree. After that, you do the challenge modes, and that's when it gets fun. Void Bastards! $20.09. It says $0.09 here in both my notes and on this screen. So, next, you know, 33 hours. Go pick it up. Up next, a game that we haven't talked about in a long time on this show. One of our favorite games that we've played for Linux ever. A game that never goes on sale, either. Pick it this up. This is another roguelike. It's a side-scrolling platformer, abstract, with an entirely unique art style. Phenomenal amounts of tuning went into this game. It's called Goner. G-O-N-N-E-R. You will love this game. It's the story about a disembodied skull that falls in love with a manic depressive whale. This game never goes on sale. It is 65% off at $3.49. Told entirely in pantomime from your friends somewhere in the Nordic regions of the earth. They're either Swedish, nor I don't know, whatever. Norwegian something. I, I wrote this guy a huge fucking letter a long time ago when I first found the game. Uh, begging him for an interview and he never got back to me. Goner. 65% off. Game never goes on sale. $3.49. Buy it now or don't complain to fucking me. And then finally in our Slippery Jim to Grizz Rides Again. A game that I did not give enough spotlighted attention to when I found it during the uh, me, the Steve Winter Sale Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3 so this is a three character tag team match in two dimensional side scrolling fighting game style with ultimate uber combos etc fantastic graphics etc 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 it is 70% off at $7.49 it runs great on Linux along with all the multiplayer elements however I have to caution you I will leave you with this brief story of ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So, I'm playing Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is great when you're stoned as fuck. Because, like, you can assemble teams, like, uh, from both of the franchises. So, like, uh, my team was, I want to say, Strider, Doctor Strange, and, you know, uh, 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 Beautiful Joe, or something like that. And so I'm going through the single player game, the single player normal campaign, which looks, the game is fantastic. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. If you like these types of games, it is phenomenal. I'm talking about two dimensional tag team, hyper combo oriented, you know, blah. It gives you the opportunity when you start every single player game to allow other, if it finds a match for you, it'll break into your game. I accidentally left this on and I was super stoned. 
So I'm like on like level four or whatever, and I'm kicking ass and doing whatever with you know my my characters or whatever. Barely have any idea what the fuck I'm doing. And a new challenger comes. I did not get a single hit in on this guy. And he was ranked at my rank. He's obviously like, you know, been playing the game for forever. I did not get a single hit on this guy. He killed all three of my guys. He just owned me. And I I I I I, I turned the game off because after he owned me. It was so sad. I was so sad. My heart was broken. So don't do that. Don't do that until you get good at the game. Very good at the game. Mm. That'll do us for this week. Happy year of the stainless steel wrap. Catch you next week, friends and neighbors. Hopefully we'll be able to do the stats. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada yee. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.